0: back i really love today's episode mostly because i really love my guest nicole who had been on the episode before or the podcast before episode 87 we did 10 random questions she asked me questions i asked her questions and uh they range from anywhere from like what's your favorite thing in your refrigerator to some really deep intellectual questions in fact i strongly suggest after you listen to today's episode you go check that one out just some of the questions and answers and dialogue it's, it's just it's a great listen so A big reason why she's a guest on today's episode. She's been talking about wanting to do her own podcast for quite some time. In fact, it's been about two years and we got a date and she's going to do it. And I I just want to use this as a push in the right direction. Uh, And also, I got to share that our episode kind of cuts off. So... Uh, we get at the end where we're talking about raising young boys or raising boys in today's society. And if it feels like it comes to like an abrupt end, it's because it it does It, it cut off. We also talk about goals of 2023, more specifically smart goals. So I hope you enjoy the episode. I will see you next Monday. Uh, you guys know what to do. Uh, enjoy the episode. Peace.
1: As you said, my name is Nicole and, um, who am I? Let's see. Um, I mean, a lot of it's going to be repeated from the last one because, I mean, my life hasn't changed that much. But um, my favorite job in the world is being a mom to my two boys who are now 13 and 17 because I'm going to be 17 next week. So we're just I'm practicing saying 17. It, it hits hard. So I'm, I'm practicing, you know, that. So 13 and 17. Um I um, my career is is a social worker by trade, but I'm technically right now a hospice care consultant, liaison, mm. whatever you want to call it. Still work in hospice though. Um, I I don't know that that will ever change. Um, and believe it or not, I am still a Zumba instructor for my night life. <laughs> <laughs> by day hospice, by night Zumba. <laughs>
0: So, I don't know how to phrase this question, and this is where I like to start. I sort of pride myself on the idea that I wear a bunch of different hats, you know, like dad hat and comedian hat, and uh, so on and so forth. in In your life with your with your many different <laughs> jobs, like how many hats would you say you wear, or are you one of those examples of, look, this is who I am, and everything kind of fits underneath this umbrella?
1: No, I wear so many hats and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I guess it depends on who you ask. My mom, love her to death, she probably gives me the most crap about how much I do. But, you know, it's hard to say what do you, you know, what do you not want to do. But um so, I mean, even my career, I have like I technically have like 3 different jobs right now. I mean, the job I have right now is is the primary full-time one but I also have little part-time jobs as a social worker and then obviously Zumba instructor and then mom and you could put the hat on me as soccer coach I was soccer coach for several seasons for my son um, and you know I volunteer at a couple places and um, I actually do um, lead worship for the kids at at church for the little young kids at church so I mean, wow. it just, it just, I mean, it's, it's quite the array um, of hats that I wear, but I, I love it all. I love it all.
0: Do you, do you ever get to take naps? Is that a thing?
1: <laughs> it is a thing. <laughs> and I have perfected the power nap, perfected the power nap, 20 25 minutes, maybe 30. And I am good to go on my second
0: wind. When When's the last time you did something for Nicole?
1: Well, I actually do a lot more self care than 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 you than it probably sounds. Okay. Um, Every other weekend, my kids go to their dad's house, so every other weekend, I get to be an adult with no curfew. And then the weekends I have them, I'm responsible. So there's that. (laughs) Um, I buy my shoes my myself shoes anytime I want to because (laughs) I can't because I have three jobs and I can. So I definitely do that. I would say the first thing that pops up on like my true like for me was last year in August, me and my um, my friend went to Mexico for three days for my birthday. And that was solely purely selfish, just all for me. So, mm. um, you know, I just enjoyed my time down there dude got massages on the beach. I didn't even know that was a thing, but it is absolutely a thing. And once you have massage on the beach, there is, there is, there is nothing else like that. This year, my outrageous goal for this year. And I, I mean, just putting it out there. I don't know, but my, my goal for this year, because I'm turning the big 40 this year. And my goal for this year is to not be in the country for my birthday. Mm. And I'm probably going to do a trip by myself because it's terrifying to me, and I want to do something terrifying. So I am going to take a birthday trip by myself out of the country.
0: you know what i i I love that. My sister uh, a, a few years ago, she was like, "Look, I'm going to start traveling and I'm gonna do all these things. I'm gonna go all these places." And she started doing them. and she she She's now found a, a a best friend that that does a lot of the trips with her, but she has taken several by herself out of the country, and I think just as a man or as a friend, I'm like, you know, I'm I'm worried for her. But she said it's incredibly empowering and it's fun and it's 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 something kind of what you're saying. Like it's scary, and when you do it, you, you just live on your own time. So, is there anywhere you like? Yeah. Hey, I I like to go here, or you just like as long as I'm out here, bro. Like, long as I'm the right.
1: Country. well, my friend I went to Mexico with, she's my travel buddy, and she would hundred percent go with me, but I, I really think I, I want to be intentional on in going by myself because it is the idea itself is terrifying to me, but she's actually helping me plan it. so <laughs> I guess she can live vicariously through me. But I think we've settled on Ireland. I think oh we settled on Ireland. I was really wanting to do like Italy, like a food tour through Italy, but I I don't know. But more likely, it's going to be Ireland. I think is what we've settled on.
0: That's that's incredible. I have these <laughs> silly like hey things I want to do before I turn thirty, and things I want to do b- before I turn forty. But the older I get, the more I'm like, I don't really want to do that. Um, do you? Did you have a list? Do you have a list? Are are you? Have you accomplished a lot of the things that you want? Or are you just like? I, they kind of keep changing.
1: Oh my goodness. I'm such a goal oriented person. Such I know a goal oriented person. You are. <laughs> <laughs> I I have lists for my list. Um <laughs> part of that is my coping strategy for having ADHD and part of it is just helps me for well, probably all is part of my ADHD. But I I definitely do what I call like vision boards the beginning of each year. In fact, my vision board for two thousand twenty you can't see it behind me but it's hanging up on the wall back there behind me. I have it right next to my bed so that I can I can I can see it and and stay focused. But on top of that each my board is behind
0: me too. It's it's dark but you know (laughs) vision board Um, buddies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But on top of that at the beginning of each month I actually do monthly goals and I pull from my vision I, I pull from my vision board but I have specific monthly goals. And then every Sunday I do weekly goals that are built off those monthly goals that are built off my yearly goals.
0: I don't know. I, th- I think that's very fascinating. I'm sorry.
1: Well, your first homework from this session is to look up what a smart goal is. Because if you're going to write down your goals, they have to be smart goals or there's no point in them. So look up what a smart goal is, unless you already know.
0: Uh, no, I'm not gonna pretend I do. Do you listen to um, any motivational podcasts or do you have um, a source that you rely on that kind of keeps you motivated to to stay on course?
1: Oh, yeah. That's all I listen to. So I have a, a list of podcasts I listen to. Of course, yours is in there. Of course. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a, a list of podcasts I listen to. And then I, I'm a, a book hoarder. So I have drawers. I have like five drawers that have all the books that I've bought because I'm going to read them eventually. And I do read a lot. It's just I buy more books than what I can keep up on reading. Um, but I, all of my books are all like self-help, motivational, you know, five, seven keys to success and all that kind of stuff. Or, doc, or not documentaries. Um, documentaries is TV. Um, <laughs> why can I not think of the word right now? Where people write books about their lives.
0: Oh, like, uh, like autobiographies. I got you. Yeah, thank you. I knew there
1: was a word. <laughs> I also read a lot of autobiographies as well, um, just because I like to learn from other people.
0: Yeah, I think I wanna, I'm a nerd.
1: We've talked about this. I'm a nerd.
0: I think I want to get into more autobiographies because it's just something about hearing, uh, like reading a story in, in the words of the author, like the person that is writing it. Mm-hmm. Nothing against people who write books on other people, but. Uh, I think there's something more direct when you can get the words. Um, like one of my favorite books is the autobiography of, of Malcolm X. Just like, I like when the words kind of come direct. I, I just took a five-day course. It was a free course of Tony Robbins, uh, the you know global known motivational speaker. And he really said a lot of great things that just sort of makes me want to get uh, just think differently and do things differently. So maybe that's a conversation that will get cut out of this episode and maybe that's just for me and you but um, I have just you know what you're one of my favorite people. So uh, going
1: back to one thing you said though, I don't want to miss this. So I actually am one of your moderators on Facebook. But when I when I did that for you, you never told me what to do. So I don't I don't know what I'm supposed to do so other than I approve posts I approve posts and then I delete ones that are weird. And
0: then other than that, I... <laughs> I'm glad you're doing and, that. <laughs>
1: and then you didn't even give me, you didn't even, and I don't, you might want to cut this out too, but you didn't even give me any criteria. So it's very subjective. If I think it's weird, I delete it. Whether other people think it's funny or not, I don't know. But if I think it's weird, I delete it. And then everything else I think is funny. I approve it. And then every (laughs) once in a while, you get those ones that will advertise something. Uh I'm like, you can't advertise on his post. I I delete those ones, too. But other than that, you haven't told me what else to do. But I will totally help you moderate other things. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know what he wants me to do. So I'm just deleting stuff I think is stupid.
0: Well, let's be clear. (laughs) I completely trust your judgment. And I I, I will follow your lead. Um, Okay. One of the reasons... That year on today's episode is we we talked about this uh, briefly. Well, we talked about it before, but we talked briefly on the podcast about you wanting to do your own podcast. And yeah. again, I, I think if we're talking about smart goals, you know, what I'm saying this is the year yeah. that we, we got to put something out because one of the things that I've learned, and I think just the best learn learner uh, or lesson is just you have to do by learning. You, you 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 talked about wanting to do this and I want this episode to definitely be sort of the jump start to all right it's time to do it um, the okay. topic that you wanted to kind of have it revolve around is very interesting and uh, I kind of want you to sort of take it from there and then I kind of want to talk about what we can do to get this you know this idea into an actual platform and uh, you know let's talk it into into fruition.
1: Oh, I'm excited. I should have my notepad.
0: Nope, okay. No, no notepad. <laughs> <laughs> just talk from the heart, like an like Oscar speech. Just let, let's just hear what you got to say.
1: Okay. So I want to do a podcast on death and dying. First of all, that's what my career is in. And that's pretty much all I know. Um, but I also, since I've become a consultant, I am realizing more and more First of all, how uncomfortable of a topic it is for people until they're in it and whether it's them themselves or their family member, and then they don't know how to navigate it. Mm. And number two, I want to normalize it for people who are stuck in it and and have a safe place for them to go and listen to these topics that they can't necessarily talk about with just anybody. Um, That's one of the things I pride myself on is being the person where um, somebody who is in the dying process can talk about dying to without you know the person feeling uncomfortable because they can't talk to just anybody. And most of the time, they can't even talk to their family. Um, so that's kind of where it started from. But then I also just want to spread the knowledge. I want to spread the knowledge about hospice, what it really is versus mm. the negative stigma out there. I want to talk about the different options for end of life um arrangements that it's not just you get put in the casket and buried in the ground that there's lots of other options i also really want to um touch on um cultural aspects um so that if people who are working in this field as well we can together discuss that because here in arizona um it is you know pretty diverse as far as um you know different cultures and i and i want to kind of reach that that piece as well um and you know interview i want to have hospice nurses i want Mm. to have family members who i've worked with um i want to have um you know professionals um all kinds of 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 people you know to interview as well so lots of i feel like it could just web into so many different directions i
0: have i have a question and a statement um one that sounds uh fantastic it 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 sounds like you want to provide a service, and I'm starting to listen to podcasts more, which you know it's crazy for for three years. I really did listen to other podcasts I would record and then I'd release an episode and I listen to my own episode and I'm like I listened to podcasts, <laughs> so <laughs> um, one of the things that I look for is. And again, I don't know if I'm the only one, but when I listen to podcasts, I'm looking for what I can get out of this episode. Like, what can I get out of this content? Whether it's, you know, it entertains me or it makes me think differently, so on and so forth. And what you just said was all very like, I'm I'm fascinated. I want to I wanna know more. I want to learn more. I want to hear some of these stories. Um, <laughs> I want to hear the good and the bad, you know, and the ugly. Yeah. And then the the question is you were talking about culture differences uh why do black people put people on their t-shirt when they die like, is that, <laughs> can we can we stop that like can can, <laughs> can you interview a bunch of black people and be like, listen guys uh nana did okay she didn't she didn't have an ak 47 she don't need to be in clouds on a t-shirt all right that's it. That's, <laughs> <laughs> when uh when did this thought about <laughs> sorry, sorry when did the... when <laughs> when did this thought uh about doing the podcast come to you
1: unfortunately it's been like can you hear me okay absolutely okay um it was almost two years ago and I just and I actually had notes and everything Um, and originally I had somebody, um, a hospice nurse I was really close to, I wanted us to do it together, but, um, but her and I don't work together anymore. And we just kind of gone our separate ways, not anything bad, just, you know, when you don't see each other every day, it just, you know, kind of things just fade. So I was like, you know what, I would rather just do it on my own so that you don't have somebody else you have to rely on. And then also you can just interview and whatnot. Um, so it's been for about two years and I think it's just from my heart of, of education and training and teaching that's that's something i really really love doing um, and i just want to get information out there to people and i felt like podcasts was one of the better ways to go and i get it's not for everybody and that's completely fine but for those that are in that in that space i know it will be important for them because they don't have a lot of options to go to mm. Yeah. Somebody who is actively dying does not have a lot of places to go and talk about death.
0: Well, how can I help? And I say that because uh, I have a best friend who's been on the podcast, Shanora. She, she's, she's pretty dope. And she was kind of in the same place of, hey, I want to do a podcast. Where do I start? And how do I do it? And, um, you know, I go through Anchor, which I actually uh, really love. Like me and Anchor had like a, we had a beef for like a good i don't know <coughs> nine days oh is that the dog
1: <laughs> sorry <laughs> my sorry. door is shut i can't believe you actually hear it through the door
0: <laughs> that's right uh dog's bark it's all right um i i don't know if uh well i mean by the time this episode comes out it'll be weeks later but we just uh put down our dog for 13 years uh mm. and i i think we're a couple years too late like i gotta be honest with you i'm I am, I am I don't want to say I'm dead inside, but I that's the absolute truth. But I also I just really believe like his time had drawn near. Like it was just it was the best thing to do. Um yeah. and so getting back to Shonora, uh so she started a podcast and she put it out and she records in her car. I don't know if I can put all her business out, but she records in her, co- in her car, in the garage. And it's a pretty good system uh, as far as audio. I will say this. You do not need the most expensive stuff uh, or equipment to get started. And I really think the strongest recommendation is just to just to record. And and we talked about this before. Just record an episode or two, but you have to get it out there. You have to release it because that makes everything so official. And then, as you already do, you put deadlines or you put goals and schedules. (laughs) And then before you know it, you'll have like, you know, 62 episodes out. So, uh, yeah, is there anything that I can do or or do we want to use this episode as like a little bit of a preview of of what where you want to go with like your first couple of episodes?
1: Um, I think I've already got all that laid out. I mean, I, I th- that's that's something that I do is I sit down and I make out all these elaborate plans, but then I don't actually follow through on them. So that's that's my issue. I, I definitely have lots of direction and plans. Um, I think my and I even downloaded the Anchor. At one time when I was listening with you, I was like, okay, Anchor, I'm going to do it. And and I got as far as downloading it. And then that was as far as I went. It's weird because I think the piece that I'm getting caught up on too much is the editing. You always talk about how you edit your episodes. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. So <laughs> then I just don't do anything. And I'm like, well, that's stupid. Like maybe record an episode and then figure out how to edit, like do something. And mm-hmm. as soon as I come up to a roadblock and I just like, don't do it. So I think that's the part that's making me nervous is editing it and then how to actually, um, uh, you know, put it out there and then advertise it. And then I don't know when to advertise it. Like, do you have like a couple episodes first before you advertise it? Or do you advertise it after just one and people listen to it? And they're like, that's it? Just one? Like, I don't know where to, <laughs> those are my, where I'm caught up. It's the little things like that that I'm I getting w- caught up on right now.
0: I was absolutely going to say that those are all very little things that you eventually fan out as you go through the process. It's like, it's, it's almost like when anybody says, Hey, I want to, I want to try comedy. I want to, I want to get on stage. I want to do it. And they talk about it and they talk about it. And there's no greater advice than to just do it. So, um, I, I mean, all of those are, are, are very, um, you know, they're very good questions because Those are all things that you have to think about when you're putting out a product like this. But from my personal experience, they have changed so drastically. Uh, The reason why I do, I do seasons and I mean, most podcasts do, but the reason why I do them is so that I can see the growth. um, I could see the operations like season one. Here's what we did. Season one. I recorded on my phone (laughs) Um, (laughs) season two. I think most of it I recorded on my phone and then I got a, A not good microphone. Um, Then season three, I got a really good microphone, and and so the process has changed. Um, And then yeah, I do have a different software for editing, but you can literally edit on the Anchor app. And the editing process is sort of just it's your own it's your own choice. You know, it's the dealer's choice because I sometimes personally get long winded on my own answers or my own. (laughs) You know, when I have guests on and I have to cut yeah. out a lot a lot of my stuff or there is like long pauses or breaks. Like my wife was on a couple episodes ago and she just like we talk all day, but she's like she's like the quietest person. <laughs> as soon as we <laughs> press record or, uh, you know, I have my my middle son on and he's dancing. And so it, the editing just <laughs> I don't think I edit any episode until like season three or four. So. It's, okay. a, it's, a, it's a choice and it's something that you learn uh, as you go. So um, okay. I just hope, here's my hope, is that we are in January. Oh, by the time this episode, or we're not in January anymore. It's February. I
1: was going to say we're <laughs> February. Good try um, though. Good try.
0: <laughs> by the time this episode will come out, it'll come out late February. My hope would be by March or April that there was some sense of uh, Hey, this new podcast is coming soon. So if, if we got to talk, if we have to have a zoom, you know, meeting or just a conversation over the phone, uh, whatever I can do, I would love to, to, to push you in the right direction. Cause, um, first of all, I don't know if I said this, but I like your voice. You have a very, uh, you have a really good audio voice. I don't know if I said that on the first episode and
1: you did, but thank you.
0: Okay, and so okay, that makes me feel better because like I thought it and I said it and I still think it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I think I think your voice needs to be out there. So Uh, April
1: first, April first, I will have my first episode recorded and out there.
0: That hey, you heard
1: just one. It'll only be one. This is an exclusive. (laughs)
0: Like I I want the horns. (laughs) Doom doom doom. Exclusive April first. are you i remember you didn't want to share the name are you st- are you still holding on to the name of the podcast
1: i don't want somebody to steal the name that's okay no,
0: no, ho- hold on to it <laughs> 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 just like everybody all the famous people out there podcast land don't yes. come for my don't come for my name okay don't this, take
1: my idea this is nicole's
0: <laughs> spot okay fair enough um Look, like we we're running out of time, but I feel like I could talk to you for. I know, for a very I'm like,
1: what? It's already that time. That too sad.
0: Uh, I I love the 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 topic that you you brought up about raising boys in today's society, and um, it's it's pretty. I don't even say it's tricky, but I just think it's it's different because as a parent, and you you understand this, like, there's no rule book, and you know. I, I like to think our parenting, um, like our parents gave us some, some good and some bad. And as a parent, you try to pick between and you try to be a better parent for your child. Um, with boys, it seems to be a little tricky nowadays. Uh, you have cancer culture, you have, you know, Me Too movement, be- consent, just wanting to raise, you know, good men for the future. Cause I, I don't think a lot of parents want to hear this, but some of you crappy parents, you're, you're messing up the future. Okay. <laughs> like, let's just, let's just yeah. be clear. Like what you are instilling in your, your, your son and daughter today will affect my son and daughter in the future. And I don't think they kind of understand it. So uh, I'm going to give you the floor for uh, a minute or, or, or two about what that means. Because, you're like my mom and I, you know, I say this, I said this before, Like she raised two, two boys. Uh, my oldest brother is six years older than me. We have a strained relationship. He's in prison and that's another conversation for another day. I've talked about it before, but eh. <laughs> and, uh, so she raised two boys. Uh, you're, you're, you're doing that right now. And it's about the, almost the same uh, difference, but for about well, three yeah. and a half difference. Uh, yeah. What is your challenge? Like, what is your struggle? And maybe maybe your best, you know, practices.
1: I think that one of my challenges is that my boys are both so different. I mean, they're both boys, but their personalities are polar opposite. And I, a long time ago, had to give up the idea of, like, raising them the same. You know, I can't, what I, what I learned with my first one, I cannot do with my second one, because it just doesn't work. So, learning how to kind of individualize your parenting even even with two boys is definitely a challenge um, I think my my struggle right now is like you said, um I think I dwell too much on the fact that you know what I say and do with my kids could affect the rest of their life and and i and I really I dwell on that every single day with everything that I do. Um, I struggle between um you know teaching my my children how to my boys how to um embrace their emotions and deal with their emotions but yet not be too emotional um and you know what that looks like um i know one of the biggest things i've learned and been working with my kids on is how to apologize and say they're sorry and i start with me um there are multiple times i've actually had to stop and apologize to my kids for what I did or what I said and let them know that that's not right. And I'm trying to do better. Um, you know, I, I, there, like you said, there is no rule book to this. Um, and I'm hoping that modeling for them, what apologizing looks like, um, will help. Um, as you said, consent and the me too movement, we, we talk a lot about that. Um, my youngest is definitely getting into girls now and, um, you know, honestly, what's really scary is my son is in a lot of group chats with several kids and it hurts me to see some of the things that the other kids say, in the group chats.
0: Mm.
1: I read them as a parent. I'm very much believe in I, those kids, I, I, I paid for those phones. I'm responsible I ultimately, I am responsible for what is on those phones. Ultimately, I could get in trouble for what is on those phones. Therefore, I will check your phones. They know it's not an argument anymore. We're past the arguing because they just know. Um, I'm very proud of what I see my son writing, that he's not a part of it. But it's very hard to see what other kids write. And there's that fine line of like guilty by association kind of deal of like how much is my son guilty for not saying something or for, you know, ignoring the topic. Um, but just the way that the boys talk in that group chat, just, it, it it just really is hard to read sometimes. And all I can do, what I, what I've come to a conclusion on is pretty much everything is all I can do is do my best to educate my kids. You know, when we see something and hearing something that is happening, I, they are now at the age now where I do not hide it from them. I talk about it. We talk about it together and we educate it so when i see something that his friends are saying that are just really concerning i bring it up to him and tell him why it's concerning we talk about it he kind of gives me some context and then at least he knows you know why it's concerning
0: This episode of Peace Talk Podcast is brought to you by Ruby Ribbon. But more specifically, one of my best friends who sells the product, she got uh, completely into it and it changed her life. And so she started changing other people's lives. And I think that is incredible. Uh, Ruby Ribbon is a three-in-one solution to an everyday problem, the underwire bra. So women who are out there that hate your bra uh don't like your bra you guys are having issues and problems and you break up every week <laughs> like uh this is a this is a solution you can get comfortable everyday shapewear that can also be worn as outerwear uh it, it it's it's it, it actually takes one three inches off your waist this is like a seven second tummy tug and it's for every women of all different sizes so big small big boobs small boobs they have you covered uh what's pretty incredible is my mother bought it my wife bought it a lot of my best friends bought it and at first to be honest they they buy it to support right like hey I'm selling a new product can you buy it in support but they bought it and they absolutely love it and it's changing their lives and it's changed a lot of women's lives and if you are interested in having your life change and and wearing a bra and and you know a fitting that that works a lot better than probably what you have please uh reach out to her uh it's www.myshamama that's m-y-s-h-e-m-a-m-a.com tell her they sent you and uh she'll take great care of you. they'll help with sizing and everything else so uh check it out let me know how it goes and uh good luck ladies check her out 2022. I didn't know it was him. I didn't know it was him. <laughs> okay. So my name's Rachel. I'm trans. I came out three years ago. Uh, keep fucking clapping. Let's. Just... I remember my first winter in Minnesota. It was white as the eyes can see, and there was some snow there. You know this. <laughs> we have an older kid. I talked. I talked shit about it on the last album. <laughs> and he heard it, and he 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 was sad about it. I told him, uh, it was a joke about him not being good at sports. And I was like, well? <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> Prove me wrong! Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Keep it going for JP! I mean, this, this might be a dope ass album, who knows? Hey, that was a comedy teaser from my second comedy album, Peace of Mind, Side B, which went number one on iTunes and Amazon.com for not only new comedy release album, but also bestseller. I'm a bestseller. Okay, it's crazy. Uh, If you haven't listened to it, please check it out. It is streaming on everything that you can think of, wherever you listen to your digital music. And if you still want to purchase the album, you can go through iTunes, Amazon, and also Bandcamp. Uh, please support me. And Mama, I made it.